you're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. And go. I'm sorry, I was posting something on the social media. Oh, we posted. Wait, wait, okay. But that's okay. No, this I is said, Jerry well, here. I, what? And, what are you doing? And, uh, go. And, no. And We're go. going. And go. <laughs> and go. This is Jerry, and I'm with the board game snobs. Hello, everybody. Did you forget how to introduce the? Podcast? I forgot. What do you mean? For you mo- said you already said go. People like consi- I've been watching this show on YouTube called Good Mythical Morning. Oh, it's a God. extremely popular show. Twenty million subscribers. They've been on for like twenty years. I've discovered the reason people like certain shows is they like consistency and they like catchphrases. Oh. They don't like catchphrases. No, they Zoika, they Zoika. Nobody likes what catchphrases. Zoika, Zoika, Do- I'm bringing it back every episode. What is this? Do we do? Zoika, Zoika. Thank you for the board. Ge- they like, thank you. They like oh, interesting catchphrases. They're, they're, not, they're not so interesting. We got to have variety. Like they, whenever they like eat something, like they usually basically just like eat a bunch of food and they like test one food group against another or like one like McDonald's versus Arby's. And they'll like eat a burger and they'll say, all right, they'll like, both of them will pick up a burger and they'll say, dink it. And they like, basically like a cheers, but instead of drinks, it's like the burger. So they like touch burgers. They're like, dink it and sink it. And they sink it into their mouths. Oh, that's goofy. And they have a lot of others. People oh, don't God. like that though. Dink it and sink Some it. Some people do. You can't say. No, they don't. People don't and like that. And go. Zoinka, zoinka. People don't like that. Oh my God. Just because people do it and tolerate it doesn't mean they like it. Who who has a catchphrase? I'm Gabby. Enrique, introduce yourself and say hello. Oh, this is Enrique. Because yeah. we might have this. Uh, imagine if someone's listening to this show for the very first time this episode. Nobody. Li- we have God this. forbid. No. We have God the no. same no. people listen no. to our show. No. We might get one new. If you're a new listener to this very episode, email us at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Also in the show notes, which no one cares about except the editors, which is me and everybody else on the podcast of board games and stuff that put show notes and stuff. And they're like, hey, please look at our shows. Because what are show every- notes? Exactly. What are they? I'm when literally, I don't a, know. When you listen to a podcast and they mention something, you don't have to like type it in yourself. Just click on the podcast you're listening to, and there's show notes that explain what the uh, this podcast is. We're talking about this game and this game and this game. Also, we discussed Zoinka Zoinka. Go to Zoinka.com, and they have a link right there. So you don't have to go search for it. So it's for the it. description. Yes. The show notes is the description. So like on YouTube, they say it down in the description. Yes, exactly. So like boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. So what are you putting in, in the, the show, show notes? notes? This art. 
email. It's the email and our Facebook and our Instagram. Oh, Oh, thank you for all of our recent Instagrammers. I don't Instagram. And Facebookers. That's for thoughts. That they've clicked on the listener, I mean, the show notes for. Thoughts and prayers. Anyways. This is as much gratitude you're going to get from Jerry. There has been controversy. Controversy. From what? Controversy. Controversy. And the board game reviewer slash influencer realm. How so? You don't know this because you don't. I don't follow. Pay attention to anything. Yeah. But there Tell is a though. certain YouTuber who is a board game influencer. Okay. It goes by the name of Quackalope. That's a weird name. Oh, you're going to say the name? We got to. We now, I don't uh, look. I don't want to get us any legal trouble. No, 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 no. I don't do this vague stuff, and I'm not doing. I'm not yeah, making. We, ass, we're going to I'm not there's, making a, there's a certain YouTuber. No, no, I'm not it, doing claims. No, it, <laughs> no Gabby. I'm not. I'm not accusing ducks. I'm not doing accused. I'm not accusing anybody of yeah, anything. We, I'm just saying what's no, going we on. Can't, Enrique, what are you saying right now? You don't even know what we're talking about. No, I just, know what he's trying to get a point in because you won't be quiet. We can't. Why are you so angry? <laughs> because you keep interrupting my boy. Enrique, I thought you were going to eat chicken nuggets. I was going, but they got me interested in this. We're bashing someone, aren't we? No, no. 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 Legally, See? we can't. Oh, See? legally, exactly. Well, don't still, eat your chicken. No, no, don't eat your chicken. No. we... Listen, no, don't eat your I'm chicken. just saying. If That's we a new were... phrase. <laughs> Go eat your chicken. <laughs> we're gonna be... Zoika, Zoika. Listen. No. So there, there, shirt. there's a YouTuber goes by the name of Quackalope. Okay. And there was a recent hoorah that went on with a particular Kickstarter game called like Aeon's Trespass. I can't. I think that was it. Very popular one, I guess. He had played a bunch of, and he made some videos of it, and then he had contacted the people who were the publishers, and basically said, hey, we've done a bunch of content. Now, this is according to the stuff you've read on the internet. We okay. haven't spoken to him personally. Right, okay. right. And so, yeah. this is this is allegedly. Allegedly, thank you. Please say allegedly. No, that's some weak Why stuff Why are you right getting there? out your debit card? Because <laughs> I'm fixing to charge things up. <laughs> It was in my pocket. What? You keep your debit card? No, I got a cheeseburger before I come here, and I I, I put it down in my wallet, and I forgot to stick it back in my wallet, so it was in my pocket. Oh, don't do that. That's how you lose stuff. Well, it was... Exactly. It was bothering Is your wallet... Does your wallet protect against that RFI? Oh. Everybody's still... I've got an old school wallet. Everybody's stealing your information. But but my wallet does have, uh, like, a little zipper, like a little coin purse on the side. (laughs) I really like it. It's very nice. Why you need for this very evening when I shall go home on the toll road? I have to leave to leave from here. I got to give him a quarter, and it's in my coin purse. You know what that is? You just put that in your car. You have a little change thing in your vehicle. You don't carry around coins. Why not though? You don't carry around coins. I not anymore. You can't. All you got is Benjamins. I'm Coin Holio. I don't even have Benjamins on me no more. I got all all my. Debit cards, credit and I cards. need you to pay me for your ticket to BGG. Well, you gotta and tell the me. Ticket previously, you owe me seven hundred dollars. <laughs> now wait a minute. <laughs> From last time and this time, seven hundred dollars and a kidney. A kid? I only have the one. <sighs> Cut it off. Listen. Just take it off. So the allegedly, this guy sent an email to a company and said, "Look." I could reshoot the videos for X amount of money. And they took it like they, he was trying to blackmail them. Was the, the hoorah allegedly. I'm just going to keep saying hoorah. allegedly. It was going on on As all the social media. Hoorah! Hoorah! Smell of a woman. That's not it. That, I can't do Al Pacino's. I can't. It's just like, hoorah! No, he's just like, like oh. hoorah! 
I, don't, I literally don't know anything Al Pacino has ever said. <laughs> like what? Exactly. He said a bunch of stuff. I just there's quotable thing. Say hello to my little friend. No, no, not from Scarface. Uh, that's literally no, the only says, quote. This is like one of the greatest actors of all time. I cannot quote a thing he In said. In the sin of a woman, he gives a great speech. It's because he he because he like he no. Does, I'm saying like a quote. Like I'll be back. Like no, what's a quote of Al Pacino's? Be, it's there's tons of them, but the fact is he doesn't do one-liners. He does actual speeches. Give me one. Speeches. Give me one. You want me to give an entire speech? Of Al Pacino's in a movie. Here's the thing. Most people can't do a speech word for word. That's why they do one-liners, so that the masses can remember the pablum that they put out. I just want one quotable line. Daniel Day-Lewis, Last Mohicans, they stay as they lay. They stay as they, they stay lay. As they lay. We need to bury the dead. They stay as they lay. It's a one-liner. Still, it's not. It's fantastic. It's a one-liner. You, you, all right. Give me one speech. That's not glad. Four score seven years ago. Our father said to thee. See, it's all you got. It's all you got. I got one speech, and it's the one off of uh, Independence Day. No, it's Chris Pine, the Outlaw oh. King. Oh. Uh, he picked a interesting movie. Well, I love historical movies because it's like they're about to go do a fight against the, the like the England and all that. Know, but it wasn't like a big hit. It wasn't like a big hit. Movie. It's historical. It was a hit. And if you're from Scotland, On Netflix. Yes, I never watched it. Of course you don't because you don't watch anything good. Outlaw King. I've seen plenty of Chris Pine movies. I could talk about God. What is my what? What is my accent? What is my accent? I can't do an Irish accent or Scottish accent. I feel like that's extremely racist. Does he says he says I can talk about God, but God has talk about God. Yeah, but he has no place where we are going. Huh? He says we have no place where we are going. We have no place. God has no place where we are going. God has no place where we are going. I can't do one either. I can do like a hard mean Scottish. Says I can talk about honor. I can talk about honor. But you are here. But you are here. You know enough about honor. You know enough about honor. <laughs> Richard, Richard is very Richard's upset dying right now. right now. He's dying. No, that, this is how you fix it. We can talk about your honor. I know you all as men. I know you all as men. <laughs> but today. But today is your Independence Day. <laughs> today we are beasts. Today we are beasts. I do not care. You f- <laughs> I'm sad that I know this whole speech. I know this whole speech. I do not care if you fight for God, for honor, for your friends, for family, your country, yourself. I do not care. As long as you fight. As long as you fight. That's that great scene. Okay. Great scene. Oh, no. No, stop. It's a great scene. All right, so about this matter of blackmail. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. No, we don't do allegedly. We can talk here. about blackmail. I prefer chain mail. <laughs> if you don't send for this email to 10 people, <laughs> I'm going to do a bad review of it. chain mail If you don't forward this to 10 people, I'll leave you a bad review. I was thinking more of like, you know, the... Under the armor. Hey, there's chemistry. Listen here. Listen here, whiz kids. Oh, God. You don't if you don't Crash of Cultures was great stuff. 
But if you don't afford this podcast. <laughs> if you don't afford this podcast. The 10 people. <laughs> you're going to wind uh, up. <laughs> someone in your family. I don't uh, know where to go with this. Stop. Okay, okay. So Give me a second. So, allegedly, <coughs> allegedly, that's what happened. Excuse me. Is that basically a, an influencer mm. communicated with a company that if they paid them X amount of money, then, then he would redo or shoot a video or something like that. Okay. So, this hoopla is all going on. Hoopla and, and hoorah. And so now people are releasing emails and everybody's opinions, and he's supposed to do a Ask Me Anything, or AMA. Is that what that's mm, called? AMA. 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 Which, that's against medical advice. Well, I, say, I don't understand. I mean, you can ask me anything. I ain't got to answer nothing. <laughs> what I would, love, I would love to do is like do that on Reddit. Ask me anything. And people just start asking questions. And I don't respond. Like, just like, no, I didn't say I didn't, I was going to say they just be real quiet. Show up on CNN and just don't say anything. Hello. And they start asking questions. Like, I ain't, I ain't. They didn't say I'd answer anything. Either way. So basically now there's all these accusations of basically trying to extort money and junk like that, allegedly and so i hate when stuff like this happens because it's a black eye on the community we really don't have much of a do we have a community uh, not really apparently not I like ha- everybody's always attacking each other i don't attack anybody besides, no we love everyone i don't love everyone. we don't love everyone i there's very few people I there's like. very few people that we like dan we M- like mike them richard ben Richard, Richard, Matt, Jude, Paula, basically anyone that's been on our <laughs> podcast. We like get two names. <laughs> Maddie Jude. Yeah, pretty much anybody who's on our Patreon. That's we love the deal. Patreoners. That's the deal from here on out. If you're not on our Patreon, we're probably going to talk bad about you. <laughs> so, but pay us ten dollars a month, and maybe we'll talk good. A dollar, dollar will make you avoid our ire. Okay, there you go. One dollar to avoid. But the we ire. really do appreciate our Patreon. I do. I do. like. I know you don't. You're talking trash about them all the time. I do not talk allegedly. Trash. I love. I could just them say and allegedly, and everything I say can and, be uh, right. Or you know wrong. what? You know what? Make warms the cockles of my heart more T- than anything tell is me. that we have we've made it clear to our Patreoners that. We can't do anything special for them. Nothing. Absolutely we, we don't produce nothing. extra content for them. We could, but we do. Uh, for instance, uh, our 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 bill for Podbean, our uh, distributor of our podcast, it yeah. came up this month, and I got not a, a no, not notification, a notification. <laughs> you get any That's when you had it. See knots. I got a bunch of knots. Six point five knots. I could do something special. I just send them a nugget that's been blessed by me. What's a nugget? A nugget, just a single. You mean a chicken nugget? Yeah, a singular. You would mail somebody a chicken nugget that's been blessed by me. Well, how, how do you bless it? Holy water. What would yeah. you say? I don't know. I would just probably write some weird stuff. Oh, he means on like it. sign it. You know how big a nugget is? How are you going to write on it? He could write on his hand. His hands yeah, are very small. Yeah, my hands are tiny. I feel like you'd have to skin the nugget down to the flesh. I could do that. I can just. Skin. What sort of writing utensil would you use? I don't know. He's I'll the, figure he's it out. He's in the calligraphy. So you haven't. You're going to figure it I'll out. I'll figure it out. You know, I'm going to buy you a nugget, <laughs> and I want you to write something on it. We're going to see Bruno this week. You can give him a nugget. Oh, 
He's there from, you go. He's from I, Canada. So, but anyway, so I, I, I just wanted to say. I love Canadian our Patreons, I really, I really. Uh, so anyway, what I was saying was that we did not have the funds in my normal week to week account that my wife and us follow have follow not follow. But we had funds in our Patreon account that kept this open for another year of Podbean Publishing. There you go. So thanks to our Patreons. Thanks to our Patreons. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Literally, we would not be. You would no, be we dead. Would we would be. You would be dead. Enrique would be out on the street. I wouldn't be on the street. Yes, you would. I would be dead. You have. <laughs> You have no discernible skills. Exactly. That's why it wouldn't be on the street. 30 cents a day is all it takes to feed this poor boy. I don't have the necessary abilities to survive by myself. And you give me high praise that I would be able to even survive on the streets? streets. Thank you. So what is your... your, Okay, so you're bringing this whole thing up. I bring this up about Quackalo. Because, number one, it's a hoax. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm allegedly bringing this up. Allegedly bringing it up. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. What would you say? What I would say if I was thinking about this is, number one, the reason I'm bringing this up is for clicks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Two, I don't know what's going on, even though I've seen the emails and all the responses. Great to bring this stuff up when you don't know what's going on. Three. Precisely. 99% of people that bring stuff like this up don't know what they're talking about anyways, but yet they do it. Why? Clickbait. Because it's drama. Clicks. Downloads. Number four. Uh, people do love drama. I love drama. Uh, who doesn't? That's you why I watch me, Fire Country nonstop. You sent me the link to this and said, look at the dramas going on. And That's I didn't it. know. And I started literally salivating. Devouring it. What? Well, drama? Love it. Love it. It's like a it's like what everything that you want. Blackmail. Extortion. You're saying some key words. This is like a like an FX thing. This could be a movie. There's a reason Days of Our Lives has been on for 50,000 years. Right. And it could all be fake. Every bit of it. It doesn't matter. It could matter. all be lies. It could. But it could you be know a what? misunderstanding. It could. But it doesn't matter. Some about them clicks. Get them clicks. No, no. Actually, I did want to bring up something that's a little more salient point. This bothers Explain me. salient. Salient? It's like saline. S- salty. And clear. You're fixing to be salty. I'm fixing to be salty. Okay. I'm fixing to make a very clear point. Salty and clear. So gotcha. let me put this out here. So while everybody else is talking about what's going on with Quackalope, y'all can go on Reddit or YouTube or whoever and hear all that from people who are much more informed and actually care about this than us. Here's the thing that bothers we me. We don't care. I don't care. 100%. And it, well, well, let me say that. No, not 100%. 99. I do care because, number one, if that was true, that's awful. It's about our hobby. It is our hobby. That we are part of. We're not, it's a community. It's not. We're more than a part of it. We're Golden Geek nominees. We are Golden Geek nominees. We are, thanks to there, our there are, loyal listeners. There are tears of this. I have tears running down my face right now. Tears of the sun. Thinking about all this. Bruce Willis. I love that movie. Listen to me. Catchphrase. Yippee-ki-yay. What makes me mad is when influencers, people who are tangential to the creative process, are more successful than the actual creators. And here's, let me make this point. That is a salient point. So, if you're an actor, director in movies, whatnot, writer, you are making a fair amount of money, a fair amount of success. Very, very few critics 
people who critique your work are actually benefiting from it. Siskel, Niebuhr, the only people that can come to your mind. There are very few people that you're looking at and going, oh, this guy. No, perhaps some on YouTube. But for the vast majority, the the fame, the fortune, and everything else, the creative effort, the people who are doing it are reaping the rewards. Mm-hmm. Board gaming, for some reason, and I will refer to a Twitter thread that will not be in the show notes because there's no way that I saved it nor found it because I was getting on my burner account on Twitter and read a uh, thread by Johnny Pack, one of the designers whose name now, what games he has designed, leaves me. Uh, Fistful of Meeples. Thank you. Uh, the Good one game. with all the Rondells. I love Rondells. He likes Western games. Either way. He, during this thread, was talking about how much money, very clearly, that he has made as a designer. Mm -hmm. It was not a lot. Basically working a full-time job and then doing this, and here's all. And so, not making a lot of money being a board game designer. And that's very sad, because when you compare it that this person, who is doing this, not just as a hobby, but as a job or a passion, is creating all this content that so-called, and I'll do it in air quotes, influencers are now benefiting from. In the board game culture, people who do not add anything, or at least, let me back that up a little bit, very little to the culture will benefit more so than a lot of designers. I think that is insane that influencers, the people who are basically... Glorified marketers can be more successful than the people who are actually creating the content for which... Just just imagine if you had some reviewer of movies that's making more money than Tom Cruise or some other director or the people who are writing for these things. That's essentially what we have going on in board gaming. You can have people who have made numerous games you don't know their face... You have no idea, and then more than likely haven't made any money. J. Alex Cavern. We don't know what that guy looks like. No. Made some great games. Does he retire from his job? Probably not. And, and then you look at all these other designers that actually will put out quality games, but they're still working a full-time job doing something else. This is their day. But yet influencers have the gall. The thing that because they own some sort of what, what's the name of the Sway. microphone? What's some of the microphone name that blue road blue the blue, blue yeti blue some blue yeti microphone and a Spotify account think that they can talk in it and give their opinion and that is somehow worth more than the effort does it take to put together what we see before us. I'm gesturing to my three K Lexes worth of what? board games. Yeah. This, this kind of goes to a discussion we had, and we touched on kind of in the uh, Reiner Canizia discussion we had a few episodes ago of talent. Would you rather be talented or would you rather be entertaining? And there's so many YouTube videos, influencers, creators. They're entertaining, but they don't have talent. So that would be especially true in the board game space. So you have someone that knows how to talk into a microphone and they can be obviously, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to say that this particular character, Quackalope had like 46,000 subscribers. That's a lot. So he, that's not nothing. 
So apparently he has something that people like. I, I, I've watched a few. It's not for me, but what does he have? I don't know, but yet there are talented people that have created games and have the brain to create these uh, math puzzles and uh, these uh, elaborate, intricate board games that requires a lot of smarts and just talent that don't get near as much money or uh, whatever. We're talking about a claim. I mean, you think of the design, even the, the, the artist. Like you think of O'Toole. That's about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know any Ben so- uh, Beth Sobel, the guy that does all of Garfield's games, and I forget Piero. Oh Garfield, uh, that's uh, Miko. No, no, that's McDonald. No, that was. I'm sorry, that's the other. That's the other one. There's a couple of. Them. See, anyway. that's, that's what gets me. There you go. Now, now you see, we can't even think of the names of more than a few artists that do this amazing work for these games. But yet, here's a guy that's like, "Hey, everybody, listen to me," and he gets paid a bunch of money, right? So, or even the publishers, and I'm 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 rapidly just glancing towards my shelf. Let's just do 25th century game. Let's, let's since we keep making fun of Chad, <clears throat> we we make fun of Chad's. Chad's just a guy who's a nice guy who's putting out various games, getting the rights to publish just various Reiner Knizia games and other games, and putting them out there and doing Kickstarters and so forth. He seems like he's just a guy working out of his garage. But yet he is doing more for the community of board gaming than any influencer out there. But yet, why is it that there's a sense of, I'm going to start this YouTube channel or this this podcast and I'm going to do this thing. And, or even Instagram accounts. And I, yeah, just taking pictures. And I feel like I should, I am somehow entitled to a slice of the pie that comes from this industry that is already oversaturated with mediocre games and mediocre just products in general and uh, just just an influx it's it, of just oh, I almost want to say just content when that causes the really talented people to be overlooked. Does that make sense? Am I rambling? No, I, I okay. I, I, I'm here this with this you. this makes me mad. All right, so let's just take Dan Hughes for example. So like Dan did Dan didn't make any money off Core Quest, like probably hardly anything at all. And I remember when you were I remember months and months ago when you were talking about publishing games and and board games. We were we were having that discussion. I was like, yeah, you don't make any money making board games. Like like it it is not unless you work for a company and you own part of the company or something of that nature, you just being a freelancer, I'm going to start making, there's very... Putting something out on Kickstarter is not going to get you ready. No, no. Unless you just have like like a massive, hugely successful game. And even then, the chances of you, the the idea that you're going to make a board game, that one board game and get rich, that's like an Alan, like a, like a Alan R. Moon type thing, like, like the ticket to ride. Like it's almost impossible for that such thing to take place. A Catan, Settlers of Catan type thing. I mean, thing. you could probably name on one hand the amount of people that have made millions, millions off of you, producing board You games. are better off getting on. You, you would have a better chance of just starting a YouTube channel and getting success yeah. over off of oh, yeah. anything. Not just talking about board games, just anything else. The fact that we have people, and this drives me insane. Now, maybe this is why this is this irritation is coming from these 
accounts of people faking pranks, these couple pranks and all oh this, or or doing reaction TikTok. videos. TikTok. It drives me. I don't even have TikTok. It's spilled well, over. It's all the same thing. It's Reels, it's, it's, Instagram. It's, it's all the same over. thing. Where you have people doing reaction videos where they're just looking. You have people literally just with their faces showing as they're watching another video. And they are somehow making money off of this. It's disgusting. So, I think that's what irritates me. I do not mind utilizing, for instance, let's just take the Dice Tower, for example. They have a massive audience. They provide a service. They do reviews. They do previews. They do playthroughs. They have interaction and personality and things of that nature. But they also do conventions. They do things for the community. This is not a person who is putting forth just content leeching off designers. It's something that's useful. If I designed a board game tomorrow, I would desperately want it on to be reviewed by the Dice Tower, whether it's, it gives it a lukewarm review or not. Like, because of the exposure that you just would Just having get the name it. mentioned, people be like, I never heard of that before. J- just the mention of it. And nor are there, and they review tons of tons of games. games Which where- I've heard Secret Cabal has said that, they, they remember they said, Jamie Stegmaier said that, he's like, even if you just said it negatively, you've said the name of my game and now people are aware. Right. And even still, that alone is a form of a service. I understand that. People who do uh, playthrough videos or even videos where they're just showing, t- t- learning how to play a game. A service. A, they, they, you are providing, providing a service. A service. But games where you are just simply hyping up a game, you, you are a marketer, basically. You, you, have, you have now gone out gained an audience and now you're taking money from publishers to hype a game to your already audience well you're 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 taking money that's going to obviously change your viewpoint you're being paid to hype something that bothers me the paid preview thing that has been such a huge issue in the past which i myself have bought games watching paid previews and not know that not too many podcasts it's 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 been a thing i understand why people get upset about that but at the same time, it can be a service. It can be something that people do, and and, and like I, I understand it to a degree. But the fact that I think I think it's just lopsided is what I'm trying to say. We've got too many designers that are barely getting the credit that they deserve, and way too many of the TikTok type influencers that are that are reaping the benefits yeah i would say the the quote-unquote influencers that are out there hyping games are becoming far more prominent and uh more there's a lot more of them than reviewers that we are aware of and that have like a good long history of trustworthiness trustworthiness uh there's oh my god you can just literally you can just go on tiktok you can go on instagram and there are tons of people out there with thousands i mean thousands of followers and they're not reviewing they're not adding anything other than their face to the box and saying hey here's a game check it out and and then you so then you come to this thing of 
Well, you can't fault them for just, you know, getting what's theirs at the time. And well, I said that. I said that on the last podcast we did about this discussion. I was like, if you can make money at openly saying, hey, check out. See, but the, I, I, I just read this recently and it did change my mind. There's a way of phrasing things in some of this media that subtly could influence you. If you can say, hey, here's a game coming to Kickstarter. Check it out then really you're saying, if you're saying, if I'm telling you, hey, there's a movie I watched, check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you I liked it. Pretty much. Why would I tell you to check it out if it sucked? I would do that, though. <laughs> no, I, I would most certainly tell you, hey, check this out. And then you watch it and be like, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a, a whole subtleness to it that's like, it's, man, it's just such a gray line of, what's good what's not what's acceptable what's not i mean in, in the last podcast we did about this i was like if you can make some money and you're openly honest about hey this is uh, more for me it's like hey this is how you play this game if this game is something that now that you've seen us play it and discuss it that you'd be interested in check this out and here's i've, I've given this some thought phraseology phrasing phrasing here's what the problem is and this is where the root of the problem lies we simply consume too much. Not only do we consume too much in the terms of buying games, way too many games, we also consume too much content. So, so essentially what takes place is that in terms of there being one, or not just a, a small group, just to say a, a, a manageable group of companies that are making a fair amount of money off of board games, we have tons of companies that are producing thousands upon thousands of board games every year, most of them unsuccessful, most of them that will never be played. Most of them are just reprints to where we have diluted the talent. We, we, we've got the same thing just being reskinned and reskinned rather than having a very select few of and I'm not. I'm not saying there should be like this, you know, few select few conglomerate of board game companies or publishers, but rather we just have way too much in terms of games being produced in comparison to what people can actually purchase and play. To where the vast majority of us have just become collectors rather than players. We collect it almost as if it's it's a painting or something. It's mm-hmm. like it's like just the ownership of to it. To display on your shelf that nobody cares about. And then we listen to all these influencers and it's just we, we consume so much content in terms of board gaming, which it is interesting. It is a hobby. I was gonna say that you know, I was thinking it's so ironic because people play board games to enjoy the analog world. Right. But yet, I would say board gamers are some of the most digital people you will ever meet. Right. Because we're so obsessed with YouTube reviews and board game geek reviews and TikTok and Instagram and posting and posting. And let me take a picture of my game and post it and get the. And we're guilty. We're not guilty. Yes, we're guilty. We're, we're right there because we're a board game podcast. Without the digital medium, it would be hard to promote what we're doing. We would like people to listen to us, so we promote. No, but for board for board gaming to be an analog event requires, and people want so much digital intake of it, right? And I think that's I think that's part of the problem is that really 
And, and Ricky might be able to add into this, like from feel free to add from the everything. video game perspective. Like there are triple A games that get produced every year in terms of oh, video gosh. games. There are these triple A games that certain companies put out, and you know when a triple A game is getting produced. Oh, yeah. It takes years of production, but then I can count on maybe one hand within the past decade how many so-called triple A games I've purchased because I don't particularly care for those i tend to play what used to be referred to as the greenlit games on steam powered uh of the more indie games the 8-bit 16-bit type things and, and, and usually the, like the indie games and the 8-bit games are more successful than the triple a games. correct because i some of the best games i've played have been designed by just one person rather than a team of hundreds yeah, uh take a uh, risk of rain for example ex- ex- excellent example it's just it's a simple game but it was just massively accepted so that that's my point is that if you are a one man outfit and you have the ability to make a successful indie video game or you have the ability to make a successful board game it would be way more profitable for you to make a video game than a board game to put your talents to something else. Even if that video game didn't sell as much as the board game, you're still going to make more money off that because of just the community. Even though I'm not, I'm not claiming that video games community is, is, is any less toxic than board gaming by, by far. I'm just saying is that can you think of any video game reviewers that are influencers that have like a massive, like somebody that you, when when you start thinking that this pops into your head, it's generally the community that, that brings to light, that brings to attention these games or maybe various websites. It's not one person, one influencer. I, and if they do, we just usually bash on said influencer. There you go. So why is it that in board gaming, we have, we, we have this, this, I don't know. It's like an influx. Of, would you consider us influencers? I don't. Yes. I don't consider us reviewers. We do reviews at times. I, well, here's a okay, well, more, this is, well, something we've leaned into, and I believe it to be true. And whether people are influenced by us or not, you hate to put it on them, but it's like that's their fault. That's their fault. But I, I have often said we're we're here for entertainment purposes. I think of us more as commentary of of like, uh, well, if if we're just being super meta and, and honest, yes, which I, I hate being those both of those. Let's go ahead. Is that it is more commentary and more of a parody of what board gaming is. Like I've often thought it would be it'd just be wonderful if if one day I revealed I've never played a board game. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've just read the title, read the rule book. I've never touched a board. But it, 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 that's more along the line of what we are. We're on the fringe of the board game community. We know a bunch of people in it. I lo- absolutely love the community and everything about it. But at the same time, I don't feel like we're part of that conglomerate. When people. Well, it, the thing. Okay. Influencers are there to influence people. Okay. So. Yeah, I, as much as I hate to say it, Jerry, yes, we would be, because uh, whoever sent us Clash of Cultures, they With sent kids. out this thing, 
Thank they you, said, Whiskits. hey, who would like to review this for review copies? The only reason they do that is because they want people talking about their game to influence people to buy that game. You respond to them, say, hey, yes, I've always been interested in this game. I've always wanted to play it. We'd be interested in it. And they said, okay, here's your copy. I just sent them an email saying, do you not know who I am? <laughs> and we got the game. We played it. Fortunately for them, unlike Star Trek Conflict, we really enjoyed this game. So therefore, us saying we enjoyed this game, whether you purposefully mean to be an influencer or not, or put yourself in that category, you're probably going to influence somebody. But we have no vested interest in whether anybody buys classic cultures at all. No, not us personally. No. I do feel like in terms of in when you use the word influencer, I don't think that we're trying to influence people in terms of board games. I know it sounds odd because we're is, not trying to. No, no, no. Th- th- this but is a, you might do it as a byproduct. I've always yeah. found like this. Oh, Enrique said, "Uh, hold on. What? Yeah. Uh, read that definition. Read it. On the say, read oh it. my! Did you just pull out a definition? Okay, yeah, because uh, you know you okay. a person or thing that influences another. A person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service." By promoting or, and this is underlined, recommending the items on social media. So technically, in terms of market. what I'm saying. And we don't recommend. Well, we do game. recommend sometimes. Do we? Like when we, we, we say we, this is a great game. You're recommending it. But I don't feel you like. You don't have to say, I am recommending this game because we enjoyed it and I think you should buy it. You don't well, have to say that specifically. All you got to say as an influencer is, we really enjoyed this. And the people that like you and follow you, they'll say, well, if they like it, I bet I'll like it. But here's my point, though. And this may be... uh, But our sole purpose is not to really promote the game to influence That is not our sole purpose. You are correct. But but that's the thing, though. We're not influencing the people to buy the game because we're we're aiming at that. But we do have the... We but have, we do have influence. Yeah, we do have a certain <laughs> amount of influence, but we're not just trying we to solely influence. and purposely. That so awful. I know. But uh, we're not purposely trying to, we've had, to make them buy the game. We've had whatever. listeners email us and tell us the games they've bought because we've said we like and them. And that has warmed the cockles of my heart. But here's, should. But here's my point, though. Every game we is like, that I don't, I don't, I don't. If I was a reviewer slash influencer, I would take this a lot more seriously. So maybe this is a intervention for me. So maybe this should be a thing because in my mind. So the, then we shouldn't call Clash of Cultures a review. In, no, in my mind, this podcast is just us getting together and talking. My purpose of this podcast is to get together and enjoy spending time with y'all and it just being something that. I know in years from now, I'm going to look back and be able to listen to these episodes and go, oh, I remember that and look back Mm -hmm. upon this fondly. And there's people that we have met and talked to and have interactions with because of this podcast to where it's like we have influenced these people, not so much in terms of what board games that they purchase, but in other ways. Mm -hmm. It's been a life. It's just been a interesting it's 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 been an interesting experience because this is not something that I would have ever thought I would have enjoyed to do. It is exactly the polar opposite of what I wanted to do. 
as you well know, in terms of podcasts and what I had planned for this podcast. Just listen to episode one. Thank God, because it was like, I had that, I had that path Mm -hmm. of this is, we can turn this into a business. This is what we're going to do. And it was awful. Simply because I realized very quickly, one, that's not us. Two, we're not going to be any good at that. Three, the best thing we can do is just turn on the microphones and talk and not care about it because we don't really want to be this. This is not us. Well, you made it. You made a salient point just then. For me, it is what's your attitude going in? Are you going into this wanting to make it a business? Are you going into this at some point wanting to make money to support yourself? If that's the case, then that's a whole different ball game. Whereas we went into it, you may have had those ideals in the beginning, but we quickly verged off course and just became the ridiculous podcast we are, where we say we're just doing this for entertainment purposes. Now, along the way, if there are people that want to support what we do, help pay some of the bills, that's great. But it's not going to influence us and what we do and influencing you like that's just a so it's it boggles my mind to even think about how this all of this i'm speechless i speak like this whole discussion of this uh youtuber that's put out these videos because they're wanting to make money and now they're being accused of blackmail by this company like that is sad it both ultimately it boils down to just being a sad product of uh, a world we live in of capitalism and people want to make money which and then you get people that are trying to support well i mean okay you know if you want to get money go get yours okay great but then now we have this whole situation that we have now in which now one company is accusing another company which i mean their whole company basically the don't but don't please don't be misled. allegedly uh, be misled we would sell out at a heartbeat. We've said that from the beginning. I've nobody's made any offers. <laughs> Nobody at the beginning. We will do this enough. episode. We're not good enough. <laughs> if we had and we will completely change who we are in a heartbeat. If, I love Star Trek conflict if, with kids. You just send this I'm telling you. Give me X amount of dollars. Yeah. Uh, and Star Trek it wouldn't have to be a lot. Game of all time. It wouldn't have to be a lot. But it's a sad state of affairs when you, as as okay. So then you go. My to, morals are fluid. <laughs> then you go to. <laughs> then you go to the poor listeners, the poor subscribers. That maybe maybe you're a genuine follower of this individual. <sighs> And you have just followed every word they've said, and you love everything they say. And when they talk about a game, you're just enraptured. Who would do that? Though? You're enraptured by what they say about this game. I feel sorry for them. We don't have to worry about that because we don't got anybody like that. All the people who listen, nobody, no. I, I can guarantee you, there's not a single person who listens to this podcast that cares about anything that we say about board games. <laughs> I can, they shouldn't. They don't. I guarantee. In fact, we you. get several listeners to say. I completely disagree about your board games. But I still listen. Taste, That's the greatest part. I still part. listen. I, lit, we, I have to look it up. But the email that somebody sent saying, I listen to your podcast, not for your board games. And it says, I literally buy every board game that Jerry hates <laughs> because I know I'll like it. But I still love the podcast. Yes. That was the great. That was like, yes. But 
I mean, I'm like when you think of all these other people that that, that listen to us, they all they're all out there buying games anyways. No matter what we say, Luke Holt, that guy's out there buying stuff crazy. Is, they he buy ain't got whatever. no self control. They can't help no, themselves. Chad Chesson, you know I'm on I'm on the virtual flea market. BGG. Soul Train just buys everything. Chad Chesson, he's in there just making it rain. You can't stop him. Listen, he buys a a pound of shrimp and a pound of board games. That's legitly, but so. I think that people listen to this podcast because we're just on the fringe of the culture. And so when stuff like this that happens, that drama, we don't want to be a part of the drama. We just want to take advantage of it. Which is we, all just, this, we just want to talk about it. We just want to talk clicks. about it and that, for clicks. And I think we've been successful in that. I think we have because we have really not taken a stance on anything. We are so milk toast <laughs> level medium on. Well, I've watched a few Quackalopes videos. They were, they were, they were. There they were. They're, 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 they're <laughs> there. They're there. I prefer. I, I've often said, what few videos he does, that my dear, dear friend, and I may be terribly biased, because not only is he a dear friend, a dear friend, he's dear, like sweet tooth. He's he is he is incredibly. To me, he's one of the most charming men in in board gaming. Richard Richard since Richard Simpson. Tricky Dick. He does excellent videos. Yes, yeah. If only he it's would Scottish brogue you like. If he would just put forth the, the drop this podcast thing, it's never gonna work out for him. And just, <laughs> he has a podcast? I know. But just do the <laughs> just do the videos because really he's he's super talented. He's not Ben Maddox level, but he is super talented. Shots fired. No, no, he knows it. He's a different <laughs> so like there's some like all right, so like how do I put this? I'll use like the actor thing. How can you compliment and insult somebody in the same well, no, you sentence? Know, there are some actors that are amazing actors, but then there's a, actors that are amazing actors and they've got the looks. You know what I'm saying? No. So you know you have no, actors like Steve Buscemi. Like Steve Buscemi. Uh-huh. All right, Richard is like the Steve Buscemi. He's the Steve Buscemi of YouTubing. And Matt, Ben Maddox is like the Daniel Day-Lewis. Of, wow. of them and it's like you just can't hardly like like they're both talented but ben's just got that other little bump right right there and i'm not even gonna talk about dan Hughes. is it because he has hair and richard doesn't you're a richard ha- richard has hair you're a baldest. richard's got some hair he do he got some hair why are you talking about, about as much as me no, you and you and you and Dan, y'all both got some. Just because y'all, why y'all so obsessed about your hair? Nobody cares about your hair <laughs> because it's your weight. Does everybody focus on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> chunk it! Oh, and see, there's another one, Dan. See, see, would you ever have thought that you'd be associated with the biggest names in board gaming? Mike Delisio and and who's that other dude, Jude? Maddie Jude. He ain't, he ain't return our emails, but that's fine. He does not. He's too busy and then traveling to Thailand. All the fans, people, we got to do another call in episode. When we get back from BGG, we got to fire up the phone. We're going to do another. But we our need fans other listeners to call in. No, the same, the same people. seven. <laughs> same seven people. Call back. Send us in. Some international. We'll probably do it at a different time. We need to do it at like a different date. Yeah, we're going to let the Australian and uh, Irish listeners call in. I don't care what time. I can't uh-huh. do an Irish. I can't do an Irish. You cannot. How do you do it? 
Is it from the back Ooh, of the me Lucky Charms? No. How do you do that? No, no, you gotta, no. you gotta have to, fr- you have to pick a phrase, okay. and that helps you get into it. I don't care. Let me, uh, let me no, don't do charms. that. Don't do. They don't do that. That's Ooh, that's. Don't you know? Ooh, no, no, stop. I need another Colin Shaw. Colin Farrell. Colin Shaw. <laughs> Oh, Banshee's a bit of Sheeran. Oh, Banshee's a bit Sheeran. Oh, he's a great singer. The Banshee's a bit Sheeran. Oh, the Banshee's a bit Sheeran. You better watch out for him. They come at you. He starts singing. And if you don't love his singing, he sends his Banshees after you. And then there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Excellent. And that's going to do it for okay, this episode. Okay, so that's, 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 that's the end of that. Enrique, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, I have final thoughts? I didn't even know I had thoughts. I got to get your chicken strips. Sorry. You don't have any? I don't got any. Okay. I keep chicken strips in the deep freeze. All right, everybody, look out for the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. That's a great. That should be like a parody band. Like a bunch of gingers. It's gingers a slur. Oh, huh? Gingers is not a slur because I don't want to alienate anybody. No, it's oh, just sure a it's not. hair color, isn't it? It's just a hair color. Okay, yeah. so sure a bunch of gingers and they're all. I'm sure it's not offensive. Have a anyone. band and they're all. Now, if we said it in an offensive the way, the then uh, we, it should be a, a a group of females. The band she's of Ed Sheeran. Ah, and they're all redheaded. Oh, that's so wonderful. <laughs> That could work. Oh, we need to go out on top. Why don't we do that? <laughs> I swear, if people would just listen to this show, the ideas that we've come plateaued. Out of it. No, plateau <laughs> Stop. Let's go out on top. Go on top. All right. That's well, going to do it for this episode. Thanks yeah. for listening. Patreons, uh, Godspeed. Uh, I'm Gavi. This is Jerry. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. (laughs) 